Welcome to the Sovereign Mind, Body, and Soul podcast with Coach Jerry. I'm your host, Coach Jerry. This is where I deliver to you the truth about pain-free health and joy as I know it from my heart and soul. I left my corporate 7-to-7 job to pursue holistic health and rehabilitation, a passion that stemmed from my personal struggles with obesity, misery, and disease. It was only after I surrendered my attachment to the medical system that I began to truly heal at the root. From arthritis and depression to autoimmunity, it all vanished when I put the doctors and pharmacists on the do not call list. The passion to share the truth as I know it about health was so strong that it left my six-figure corporate management job, and here I am with you today. From the bottom of my heart, I thank you for tuning in. All right, guys, <clears throat> we're going back to live podcasts for a little bit. So this is a live edition of the Sovereign Mind, Body, and Soul podcast with Coach Jerry. I am your host, Coach Jerry. But before we do that, a quick note from our sponsor today. Today's episode is brought to you by Euphoric HealthWorks workshop-based app. Have you ever found yourself battling procrastination, distractions, lack of purpose and direction, just wandering, wondering what your next steps are going to be to creating your dream life? The Euphoric HealthWorks app was created just for you. Workshops on the Euphoric HealthWorks app are designed to help you source and remove all the obstacles that keep you from manifesting your best self. These aren't courses with tests and certifications. These are real life, applicable workshops designed to give you real resources that you can work through on your time, laser focused and efficient. Now this is the free version of this. There's a few paid workshops on there, but the free version of this was really designed for you. It doesn't matter what your goal is. If you want career advancement, if you wanna lose weight, if you want to get back in the gym, but there's something stopping you, you're sabotaging your efforts, you can't find the energy, you can't find the motivation, that free version of the app, the initial part, the foundational part of that app is designed just for you. Okay, So you can download the Euphoric HealthWorks app for free today, available on Apple App Store or Google Play. Link in show notes. I put a link in the description of this show. All right, here we go. All right, nutrition. So basically what I've seen with myself and with all the people I work with is their inability to maintain a healthy lifestyle or to stick to a meal plan that works for them is usually falling in one of three different areas, if not all three. I found once you remove these obstacles, things just become such second nature, just like it's second nature for you to not think about what you're going to eat for the day, to just grab whatever sounds good. All of a sudden, convenience becomes a virtue when convenience is never a virtue when we're feeding ourselves ever tattoo that on your forehead. Convenience is never a virtue when we're feeding ourselves. Okay. Never is convenience the determining factor in what you're going to eat. If you want to live healthy and be energetic and vital. Okay. And once we remove those and it just becomes second nature, just like all those bad habits were second nature, your good habits become second nature after you remove those silly things. So first thing we're going to talk about is the family dynamic. This one comes up a lot. So generally, sometimes I work with both couples. But generally, if I end up with working with both couples, I'm working with one person and then I end up working with the other person or 99% of the time you don't work with the other person. So what happens is someone embarks on a transformation journey, they embark on a, uh, they're making a change in their life. And maybe they're the only one that's going to make that change in their life or maybe or in their household, or maybe they're the only one that really needs to make that change in their household. But whatever the case may be, it all of a sudden becomes where mom or dad is on one plan and the rest of the family isn't on a plan or they're on a different plan. And when you're already battling temptation, when you're already battling doubt, when you're already battling remembering past failures and you're sitting there eating your healthy meal, your carnivore steak, or maybe you got a paleo style meal or what have you, and the rest of the family's eating spaghetti and meatballs with garlic bread, 
right? And then what happens is you eat your good meal and then maybe an hour or two later, you can just sneak a piece of garlic bread and then you sneak two pieces of garlic bread. And then you're like, oh shit, I've had two pieces of garlic bread. I might as well grab a Snickers out of the candy dish. These things build on each other, okay? Well, the one thing, one thing that I really recommend there is taking the time, if you haven't already, taking the time to get real with your partner about what you need to be successful and really gain their level of support because we don't realize all the time how much our support matters to the spouse or how much our habits and our behaviors could tempt our spouse, okay, or a partner. And just getting real with it. So it's both of you on this plan, right? Like you've got the you've got the action taker and you got the support system. So taking the time to just sit down and, and getting real with that individual and saying, hey, this is look, I know it sounds silly, but like when you put the candy out, I literally can't not grab something. And at that point, you might be telling the truth. Like you, until you understand how to get this in your life and you start switching your gut biome and you start regulating your insulin better and, and your glucose and your bloodstream better and your cravings go away, your organs start to heal and repair themselves. Until you get to that point, you might not be able to say no to that candy. And that's a reality, okay? You'll be able to say no a hundred times, but that hundred first time you'll say yes, okay? And that's what happens. So just let them know and set some plans in place. Like know what is gonna get in your way, okay? So I got one client who's, uh, candy binging is their thing. They like to binge on candy. Halloween just happened. So they put on 15 pounds <laughs> through holiday, ho uh, holidays and they got Christmas coming up. They're worried about that, of course. But really what it boiled down to was just having that big candy dish right out. And this guy could not say no when he walked by the candy dish. Everyone else in the family could. <laughs> Everyone else in the family can walk by, grab a piece or two every day. And he would walk by, grab one of each. He's got a Milky Way, Snickers, Reese's, Almond Joy, and he'd get one. So, so really just setting up your environment to be successful be honest with people about what you need from them to help you be successful. And, and then that also bleeds into family gatherings, work gatherings, public gatherings, things like that. Maybe you're, maybe there's a, a function that you're attending or a birthday celebration or something you're attending and you know, they're going to have crappy food there, right? The right thing to do, if you want to stay on your plan, and this isn't a day where you've planned for an indulgence. And so really participating in the food that they're providing would be a core values violation for your mission, bring your own food or fast. And that's why personalized meal plans are really rock solid. Okay. But bringing your own stuff to a barbecue, um, ordering a la carte at a restaurant. If you go get breakfast at a restaurant, you don't have to order the omelet that comes with the toast and the hash browns or biscuit and blah, blah, blah. You can just order the omelet and get nothing on the side or get a side of fruit or something like that. So just doing things different than everyone else. So it starts out with the family dynamic. Just be clear on where your weaknesses are and ask for support for extra strength until that becomes a strength for you. Be man enough to do that, right? Be strong enough to do that. And just be honest with yourself. If you can't say no to something right now, remove it, move it out of the house. Okay. One example, another candy example. So a client pre-diabetic and they really like candy and they can't say no to candy. And they got a spouse that can say no to candy, but they like to have candy out. They've got apples in the fridge. They got pears in the fridge. They got oranges in the fridge. They got other sweet treats that are a lot more healthy, but those aren't front and center. So I'm like, what about, what if we just take that candy dish, put it in the pantry above the fridge so your family can still access it if they want and put the fruit bowl out where you're walking by it all of a sudden, all the time. And just a little simple habit swap like that or a little environmental shift like that uh, caused him to eat way less candy. Now he could eat candy on his days where he planned for his indulgences instead of every single day. Okay. So it starts off with that. And then don't be afraid to be weird. Don't be afraid to be a little bit weird. Don't be afraid to do something different than everyone else. Okay. Because here's the thing. When we walk in there, we're 30, 40 pounds overweight. We've got that big belly overlap in our 
our belt buckle and we sit down with the rest of the boys. Maybe we're at a Bible study or bridge club or what have you. And everyone else looks the same, right? You're going to fit in there. But you fast forward six months later and you've dropped 50 pounds. You're also going to be weird, aren't you? You're going to be the slim guy at the table and they're going to want to know what you're doing. Okay. Don't be afraid to be weird. Don't be afraid to do things a little bit different. And this is a great example I like to use. If you were to if you were to go on vacation, like Spain or Italy or somewhere in a blue zone area, if you were to go to a blue zone area and you met up with groups there and, and you're in a group setting and everybody in the group setting is eating the blue zone food and you show up with a bag of Doritos, some Oreos and a sandwich that's got this much bread on it. You might, well, besides the bread's pretty normal there, but <clears throat> you're not going to fit in, are you? You're going to look a little weird, right? So why don't you take that blue zone mentality to your current environment? Because in the midst of being weird, being a little bit different, while you're doing that, people are like, who's this guy? What's going on here? But six months later, when you drop that 50 pounds, they're going to go, oh, what he was doing works. So you never know how your success is going to help motivate other people, inspire other people, and uh, spark them to take action for their own situation as well. Okay. So right there, very first thing, don't be afraid to be weird. Don't be afraid to be weird. And don't be afraid to be honest about what your shortcomings are and directly impact your environment so that you can be the most successful that you possibly can be. Don't fool yourself and think just because I'm starting a diet plan today, that means I can walk past that, that bowl of Reese's peanut butter cups or that tray of cookies or what have you, the soda that's in the fridge. Okay. If they love you, they will be able to support you and they will be able to help you shift your environment so that you can be as healthy as you possibly can. So the second thing, planning. Okay. So I'll be honest with you. I don't plan my meals anymore, but for an entire year plus, I wrote down everything I ate, how it made me feel, how my bowel movements were what my training was like in the gym, what my recovery was like. So I literally tracked the effects of everything. That's not my style. That's not my personality at all. To do that stuff, it's not like that year sucked, okay? It really sucked having to write everything down, be really honest with the effects of what I was eating and putting in my body. It really wasn't fun, but it was well worth it because here we are, what, four years? No, wait, that was before I enrolled in the Czech Institute. That, that came from Paul's book. So we're talking like seven years ago and I haven't had to track food since. Uh, and there's been time where, times where... I fell out of alignment a little bit, but it was so easy to get right back. So where I'm at the point now where I don't have to think about what I'm eating, I can just make good food choices. I just know that when I break my fast for the day, I'm going to break my fast a certain way. And that never wavers. That's a non-negotiable for me. And when I break my fast that way, it sets my blood sugar management regulation, my insulin regulation, cortisol regulation, all of that to the point to where I will experience the least amount of sugar or blood sugar crash and the least amount of hunger and uncontrollable cravings that I possibly can. And that's with a really tough training day too in the gym. But too many people want to have that luxury right now. They want to start a diet and lifestyle plan. And very first day, they don't want to plan anything. Oh, I don't want to write shit down. Oh, but you know what? You don't get to do that yet. You haven't earned that. You haven't proved to yourself that you can do that yet. That's not a judgment. That doesn't, that's not a you're not enough statement. No, it's just being honest and being real with your abilities in the current moment. Okay. Winging it, not planning, just eating on the fly for out of convenience or emotional eating or whatever. It's what got you here. It's what got you to the point, to the state from which you want to transcend from. So why would you use the same strategy to break out of it? Okay. Anytime you're making a change, you've got to do something different. If nothing changes, nothing will change. So until you get to the point to where you can just wake up at night and think about what you're going to eat for the day. You make good choices and you're like, man, I didn't even have to think about that today. Until you get to that point, you're just doing yourself a disservice by being lazy and not planning it out. Okay. So a lot of my, a lot of my fat loss clients, one of the first 
one of the first action items they get is just make a menu for the week. And I don't care what you put on it, pizza, brownies, cinnamon toast crunch, Coca-Cola, whatever. But if you're going to have cinnamon toast crunch for breakfast, put it on your menu on Sunday. If you're going to have cinnamon toast crunch for breakfast on Wednesday, put it on your menu Sunday. And if you have Coca-Cola with pizza on Friday, put it on your menu on Friday. The number of people that actually do that the first week is less than 20%. Less than two out of 10 of my clients will get that done the first week. And they'll always come back with some excuse. Always. Okay. We plan it out. Sunday, you're going to do this. You and the wife are going to sit down right a menu. You're going to go shopping, blah, 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 blah. The reason why I do that is I prove to them, you're spending all of your mental energy trying to figure out what to eat when your whole effing problem is you don't plan. You don't plan. I just gave you full permission as your coach and guide to eat whatever the hell you want, but you got to plan to eat what you want. Okay. So it's the planning. It's not what to eat. It's really difficult to sit down and plan to abuse yourself with food for the week. And so when they don't do that, it's a subconscious sign that they don't really believe that they can eat healthy. So they know they're going to eat garbage and they don't want to be accountable for it. They don't want to write it down and say, I did this, or I'm going to do this. So first thing, got to plan, got to plan your meals. There's two really effective plans. And it really depends on what your personality is and, and how you roll, how you interface with the world. First plan is just pick a day. This is what I did. I pick a day. Sunday was our day. We sit down, we write our menu for the week, and then we go out and we buy all our groceries for the week for our menu. And that was it. It took more than half the day Sunday, but it was well worth it. I got to connect with the wife, got to go shopping together. We got to talk about nutrition and what real food is and what real food isn't. And I think that's my, where my wife really learned the lesson of what processed foods are and what real foods are. And, and she's really freaking smart and amazing cook. So I'm really lucky. She knows how to put together healthy meals and she makes awesome meals. My daughter does too. My daughter's an excellent cook. So I got lucky there. The second thing is just daily planning. Daily planning would be I wake up and that's part of your morning routine. This is part of your intention setting for the day. You can wake up and say, today I am going to eat fill in the blank. Okay. And I am, I know that these are going to be my obstacles to achieving my goal. Okay. So maybe we have a meeting at lunch at work and they always bring croissant sandwiches and cookies and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to plan for that. Okay. So planning for your meals, knowing what you should be eating is obviously super important, but really just being disciplined enough to plan your meals for the day, I would say is even more important. And then what should I eat? Everybody's different, but I'll just put it to you this way. This is the simplest way I can explain it. And all this stuff's on my app guys that I mentioned at the intro. If it grows out of the ground, it's food. If it eats something that grows out of the ground or eats something that grows out of the ground, it's food. If it runs, swims, flies, it's food. So in other words, if it's real whole food, it's food. If it's packaged food, it's not food. Now that doesn't mean you can't ever eat packaged food again if you work with a guy like me. No, in fact, I'm not, nowhere near that, that strict and regimented in my approach. But just realize that what you're doing is eating a non-food, that's it. You wouldn't believe how many people think they're eating healthy. And I take a look at what they're eating and it's spaghetti, all kinds of pastas, all kinds of pasta dishes, sandwiches, just all kinds of stuff with a bunch of empty calories, a bunch of digestive irritants, a bunch of things that can cause bloating and fluid retention and, and inflammation in the body. Just all kinds of things that are really bad for a weight loss goal and a health goal, but they think they're eating healthy. And with that guideline of look, look, dude, if it doesn't grow out of the ground, it doesn't eat something that grows out of the ground, doesn't eat something that eats something that grows out of the ground, then it's not real food. So for you, with the amount of weight you want to lose in this amount of time, the more you can stick to eating only real food, the quicker and more uh, predictable you're going to get to your results. That's the way it is. Isn't it? You have to eat this and you have to eat that. So that's real food. Got a plan to eat. Don't just eat re re reactionary, responsively. Be intentional about what you're doing. And then prep. Food prep, 
this thing, like you can make a ritual out of it. You could turn it into a second job if you want. Again, this is all your personality, how immersed you want to be in the process, all of that. So a couple different things, much like the menu planning, just like the menu planning. You can plan your you can plan your meals out and cook them and prepare them and store them and, and have them last you for the week, or you can do it by the day. Uh, I like the latter option, matches my personality better, and your food stays fresher. So if we're prepping all of our food on Sunday, by the time you get to that salmon and quinoa on Friday, it's lost a lot of its nutrient value. It's lost a lot of its vitality. A lot of times you got to heat that stuff up in the microwave if you don't have anything else to heat up with. And so there's a lot of downside to that, but it's much better than not planning at all and eating garbage. Obviously a, a much better choice. Now the daily planning, this is how I roll. This is the simplest way to prep your meals, avoid sabotage and avoid blood sugar crashes and spikes and crashes, insulin dumps, cortisol dumps and the like. If you intermittent fast, if you skip breakfast, and if you can't do that, if you just, I can't skip breakfast, try a coffee with some grass-fed butter in it. Not like a 40-ounce coffee. You want to stay hydrated, but start your day off with a little bit of healthy fat. Or if you're vegan, maybe MCT oil. So you're skipping breakfast or you're t having a, a fat coffee, a fat-induced coffee. And then your lunch is going to be last night's dinner leftover. And then your dinner is going to be a bomb-ass meal. All kinds of whole foods, all kinds of, unless you're carnivore, if you're carnivore, it's just a beautiful steak, maybe some liver. But if you're not carnivore, talking like as many colors and culinary creativity, all this uh, different textures and flavors and spices and herbs, and just go to town, go for it. Because if you haven't had to think about what do I do for breakfast? What do I do for lunch? All of your creativity around your meal planning gets to go towards this one meal for the day. So you create this bomb ass dinner. And the reason why you want to do that is because you're creating an intimacy with what you're eating. If you just open up a can and dump it into a pan, that's a lot different than if you went to the store, you picked the vegetables out yourself, you took them home, you washed them, you chopped them, you cooked them, blah, blah, blah. And then no, first instinct might be, oh, that's a lot of time. But what are you doing instead that's so damn important? What are you doing instead that's going to help extend your lifespan? What are you doing instead that's going to help you have more energy, more vitality, better mood, and set a better example for future generations? Okay, so if you think you don't have the time, just look at your priorities. Back to the mission here. So you spend all that time and you create something that is loaded with nutrients. It's super satiating. You get the positive feedback that you just did something good for yourself. But more importantly, you create a meal that you wouldn't mind eating again tomorrow. That is the simple, you only got to make one decision every single day. Now pause for a second. If that sounds too simple, if that sounds like no way it can be that easy. Oh, I would get bored of that just realize that might be a pattern of yours. And if you've had unsuccessful attempts in the past or you've succeeded and fell off the wagon, gained more weight back, just ask yourself, how often do you do that to ideas that could help you? You see this over and over again. People refuse to believe the simplicity of being healthy, fit, energized, and conditioned. I did a reel last week, and I don't know if you guys caught it. I don't think you did. Nobody watched that reel. But, no oh shit, I lost my track. It's the simplicity. Okay, if we don't believe in the simplicity of what's healthy, then that's part of our pattern of trying to make things too hard. It doesn't have to be hard. Oh, I remember I was going with this. You were created, our bodies are created to be healthy. We've got a, we've got a mechanism within us. It's called allostasis. And allostasis is our body's mechanism to always get us back to balance. It wants homeostasis. Homeostasis is balance within our body's physiology. Our body's always working towards that. Now we can use big words like homeostasis and allostasis, but really what is that? What is balance? Is balance healthy or unhealthy? It's very healthy, isn't it? So your body's always trying to push you towards being healthy. Where we experience the lack of energy, the fatigue, the feeling like 
like we're beat down, we're not winning in life is because we're resisting our body's attempts to get us healthy. Our body's trying to give us signals. Hey, you're really tired because you're eating shit. Yeah, you're going to the bathroom four times before you go to work because you're not eating real food. Or you haven't gone to the bathroom in four days because you're not eating real food. But we just think, oh, I'm getting old or I've got this genetic thing or whatever. Also take a look at your prescription drug side effects. So for us to believe that we can't is just ignoring God. It's ignoring physiology. It's ignoring evolution. It's ignoring all that. So the truth of the matter is health has got to be simple because we're designed to be healthy. Given everything we need to, to be healthy, fit, heal, we got all the herbs, we got all the plants, we got everything we need to be our best self. The plants, the herbs, all that, they're made out of the same stuff we are, right? Space dust. So resist the urge to, to believe it has to be harder than it is. It's not. This is super simple. Okay. So just as a recap, let the family know what your mission is and how, how you can be supported and where you're going to might be weak for the next few months until you get things down. So get them on board with you. They don't have to change anything they're doing, but let them be your support system. Don't be afraid to be weird if you're at a family gathering or you're in public at a work gathering, something like that. Don't be afraid to be a little bit weird. Order a little differently off the menu. Bring your own food. That's okay. If someone gets offended, it's not on you, bro. If they get offended, just ask them how many prescriptions they're on. Don't do that. But you, you, don't, have to, you don't have to keep them from being offended. Maybe being offended would help them. Plan, plan your stuff out. Okay, plan what you're going to eat for the week. Plan what you're going to eat for the day and make it as simple as possible. Prep your food whatever way works best for you, but really have a plan. This is important stuff, right? And then the last thing, none of this is probably a surprise to you. You're like, oh yeah, I've heard that before. Just eat whole foods. Yeah. Okay. For some reason we can't do it. Now, a lot of it's what I mentioned above, but why do we refuse to plan? Why do we refuse to believe that it's that simple? Why do we let other people's agenda affect our agenda? Why do we do that? Well, yeah, we call that emotional eating, but really what is that? That's like placeholder for what? an unmet need, or one could say a lack of wins in life. So if you haven't had a win in your day and it's 10.30 p.m. and you're about to go to sleep, but you haven't had a win, you eat a piece of chocolate makes you feel better, doesn't it? So where in your life are you lacking purpose? Where in your life do you know how many goals? Because if you don't have a goal, you're going to want to soothe yourself in some way, shape, or form, right? We're put here to keep striving, keep advancing, keep pushing ourselves, be our best self. And when we put the brakes on that, our soul sends us a message and we tend to mute it with food. If, if you're lacking that in your life and you find yourself unable to control your eating or you're just snacking and mindless eating, get real with that. What in your life would you like to get done? And ironically, it's generally around your health, weight loss, what have you. That's the win you're not experiencing. And because you're not experiencing that win, you tune it out. You don't want to think about it because maybe you tried it several times and failed. But it's what, we put it in our shadow. That becomes our shadow, part of ourselves we don't acknowledge or we don't address. I don't want to think about it right now. Let's say we think about a bunch of other things. We, do, we occupy our time with a bunch of other activities. And I include career in this. Your career is not more important than your health, in my humble opinion. But we'll do that. We'll occupy time and energy with things that aren't as important as our longevity and the example we set for future generations and just feeling great ourselves. So we'll do that. Our health becomes a shadow. And then because our health is the shadow, it's creating the emotional distress. And we don't know that. We haven't sourced it. We just know we haven't felt a wind today. So we grab some candy. We grab some bread. We grab some things that are going to make us feel better. It's the opposite of a win. So anyway, that's about all I got for that particular subject. I think I talked way too long for as simple it is, but it's super simple. And all this boils down to one thing. And it's, are you an individuated person? Are you sure that your beliefs, your identity, how you interface with the world, your core values, your basic mission statement for your life? Are you so sure that all those values and virtues that you've adopted are yours? Or are you living someone else's belief system out? 
because if we're living someone else's belief system out, we will not be able to just show up to the family function with our own food. We will not be able to fast through a work gathering when everyone else is eating cookies and croissants. Okay, so take a look at that. A lot of that stuff's on the app I mentioned, and it's free. Yeah, if you don't want a free app, I understand. That's probably about four hours worth of videos and a bunch of resources to go through. It's going to take some of your time. So if you're not ready for it, totally understand. But maybe download it now and just peruse it. You might be interested in what it says. It might tickle your subconscious a little bit. All right. We'll check for comments here. Just the spam comments from StreamYard is all we got here. <laughs> all right, guys. If, you, if you're interested in joining that DadBot Transformation Group, just leave me a comment down below or actually DM me. DM me would probably be the best way that I don't miss a message. Again, we got four spots left. We're going to roll mid-January. Um, got a really flexible payment schedule if finances are an issue for you. I know Christmas is coming up and what have you. Really, for about the cost of a good gym membership, you can make this happen. I appreciate you tuning in to the Sovereign Mind, Body, and Soul live podcast. All right. Peace, much love, and live well.